Fun health tip. When you are experiencing positive emotions like joy, contentment, and love, you will see more possibilities in your life. Moral of the story, do the things that makes you happy more, yo. <laughs> Welcome to another deep conversation on Vinci to the World, your personal journey to health, wealth, and happiness. My name is Dino Delpesh, your host. I am an entrepreneur and a bodyweight strength coach. Now, if you don't know what that is, it's all good. Just stick around and you'll soon find out. My aim with this segment is to have very deep conversation with extraordinary people from the island of St. Vincent and the Grenadines and abroad. Now, these conversations are designed to bring you greater possibilities and insights into living a healthier lifestyle physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and wait for the big one, financially. Now, if you're the kind of person who attach your value to living a healthier lifestyle, personal development, and self-growth, this is your conversation. So I guess we're live. I hope everybody's having a wonderful day. Just want to welcome you guys again to another live session with your boy. My name is Dino Delplesh, AKA Professor Daddy Joy. And today I have a very, very amazing person on with me here today. And today we are going to be speaking about strength training and women. You know, hopefully during this conversation, we can, you know, dispel some of the misconception behind strength training and when it comes to women, because from my experience with a lot of ladies, a lot of ladies have this misconception that, oh, if I do strength training, I'm gonna look like you guys. You know, so hopefully I can bring in a professional and her name is Christina Cook. This time I have the name locked. You know what's up, you know what's up. And, you know, Christina Cook has been in the game for quite a while. You know, she has got her certification from the National Academy of Sports and Medicine. And she's also a yoga and a massage expert, you know, so she knows how to move her hands and, you know, make sure everything is all good. And also, she's also the founder of the 90-Day Sexy Body Sculpting Method. So hopefully, she, hopefully she'll be speaking about that as well today. And she also worked along, alongside Torino Singleton, a former NFL runner back for the Bacamares. Well, here in the Caribbean on the island, we don't play a lot of football. But I guess, you know, there are some of you who may know who that person is. So without further ado, I'd just like to bring Christina up on the screen so that, you know, we can start this conversation. Hi. Hey, Christina, <laughs> what's up? Thank you. What an introduction. That was amazing. Wow. <laughs> I try my best, you know? <laughs> yeah, I was like, dang, he did his research. <laughs> Love it. Right. Yeah, you, awesome. you got you to gotta do a bit of digging, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. I appreciate it. Nice, nice. So how are you doing today? I'm doing okay. A little, little warm, and it's... uh really smoky here in this part of California where I live, probably the whole state actually. So there's a oh, lot wow. of fire, a lot of fires, unfortunately. So oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so smoke and ash, but 
just means you just stay inside. You just got to keep your workouts yeah. indoors. No, you know, no running yeah. or anything outdoors <laughs> right now, but I can't complain too much. <laughs> okay, easy. Well, after all that COVID situation, I think working indoors has become more or less the new norm, more or less. Huh? For sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. World, world's changed in so many ways. Yeah, it has. It has. It kind of helped us to slow down more or less. <laughs> I agree. I agree. I think, you know, for a lot of people where it's just, you know, their day to day life is just go, go, go. You know, they go from yeah. work to here to that and trying to fit everything in. It kind of makes people sit back and realize like, oh, OK, maybe I can fit in more time with my family and still, yeah. you know, work from home or and yeah, then, yeah. Oh, and, then, and then I can work out from home and oh, and then I'm everything's here. It's like, wow, how convenient is that? <laughs> You know, yeah, very much so. Enjoy some life, and, and maybe even for some people, taking advantage of enjoying the outdoors where it feels safe. You know, on those days, like getting out in nature and mm. Mm. going to well, like where you are, go to the beach. <laughs> I'd be yeah. there every day. I tell you, I'd be there every day. <laughs> you gotta take advantage of it when you have it. <laughs> for sure, for sure. I, I, I wouldn't get that if I. I have. I have. Um, several friends that live in, on different islands, so down, oh, down cool. you know, kind of down your way, but okay, okay, that's all relative because they're kind of spread out, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, hopefully, today you'll get to learn a little bit more about my island. So, just wow. before we get deep into the conversation, you know, I just like to break the ice with some warm up questions, you know, just to get a feel, you know, for who okay. Christina really is. So maybe you can just, you know, give a quick introduction of who you are. Maybe I missed something. I don't know. And then you can also lead with telling us if you had to have a superpower, what would that superpower be and why? Okay. If I had a superpower, wow. Um, I guess if I had a superpower, I would go back in time and take mm. away all the nasty fake food that was ever created <laughs> in the name of big food Interesting. companies so that people Interesting. Would just go, so people would just go back to like just eating regular you know just regular yeah food. yeah you know you eat the vegetables or the meat or whatever you know mm. the fish that you caught and and just keep it kind of basic and you have to make it from scratch if it's you know so yeah that, yeah that's interesting. You would, <laughs> you would literally save the world. You know, you you you'll more or less you know kill the the obviously the medical industry with all those pharmaceutical medicine. What's not? You right. you'll give them a good blow, but you save the world more or less. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because kind of my yeah. thought. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, it's interesting. You said that today. I I was thinking. You know, like who actually allowed these companies, you know, to create, you know, food like this, knowing that they're bad for body or maybe they didn't know. And it's only after a couple of years, they realize, oh, wait, this is actually what's causing all these disease and, you know, mal, mal disease in our body. And then when they get to a point whereby, oh, this is a profitable company, you know, we really can't stop creating these type of food. Like, yeah, you know, so that's, that's interesting. Yeah, I mean, it's big business. I mean, that we could go down that rabbit hole, and I think it just yeah. like I'm, I'm like never stop talking about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Just 
it's it's pretty crazy. It's I think it's pretty deep and pretty um, enmeshed between you know huge money making profiteerism and um, mm. and even you know I think a little bit of government involvement and and whatnot mm. because again it came down to financial things and yeah yeah I don't know. I, I mean I end up sounding like some kind of weird conspiracy <laughs> <laughs> we'll just we'll just leave that where it is there but but why okay. the big question is, is why would you want that superpower like maybe I'll have my reason but why why that would be your superpower um yeah just to to see like a healthier a healthier world um healthier people um less disease i mean just i think you know just there's so many diseases that are related to poor nutrition and things that have changed um mm. over the last century just things that have gotten uh, villainized and mm. and then they you know come back around like okay wait no that's not bad for you it's actually okay for you but yet <laughs> there was all those years where they kept promoting you know say for instance like Oh, eat this type of oil where really we all mm. would have been better off just having, you know, the butter, you know, yeah. something, something more natural that our bodies were used to. So, um, so yeah. yeah. So I just think about like how people were, you know, so much healthier. You go back a hundred, 150 years ago. I'm not saying everything was perfect. I mean, there were people weren't, you know, there wasn't um, like the awareness of like sanitation and that kind of stuff. But in other ways, you know, like nutritionally, I think and people moved more, you know, they got up and they moved more. They, mm. you know, they had their homes or their land to take care of. And um, so there wasn't that set, you know, as sedentary of a lifestyle as people are. are yeah, now. yeah. So yeah. I don't know. I just, I guess I just feel very passionate about promoting uh, a healthy way of living eating okay moving your body uh mm. that, I, that i'm 100 percent perfect or that i look down on anybody who you know mm. does something i mean yeah it's like you know I, I we all can have some things that are of enjoyment but just overall mm. i think just like that overall wellness and health and yeah definitely you need a balance somewhere you know it's like it's it's okay when you are aware that okay physically moving your body you know, tends to keep you at a particular place with yourself and eating healthy most of the time is much better than just being lazy about it and don't really care whether or not this food is affecting me. You know, right. like I, I understand right. that. Yeah. yeah. We're yeah. not perfect and we all live in this world together. Right. So coming to some of the same, you know, marketing trends. So, right. but at some yeah. point we need to be responsible. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I get that. I, I think so. And I feel like in obviously companies aren't going to be responsible because they're in it for profit. Um, but I, yeah. I just, I guess I just feel like I really care about those things. I care about just humans and, um, and it's not about aesthetic, like how somebody looks. I mean, that can be a mm. bonus, you know, if you feel like you look good and you feel good and that's great. But ultimately it's like, how do you feel on the inside? Cause that's, that's going to project. Yeah. Yeah. How are you going to feel on the outside? That's so true. Yeah, that's so true. So that's where I come from with, with my passion. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> oh, that's cool. That's really cool. And I see that you're doing your part to make sure that, you know, there are more women living that healthier lifestyle. And I, I, I see you have a very interesting story of your own, you know, from, you know, 2000, was it 2012? to 2013 
that yeah. was an amazing transformation. Can you talk a bit more about that? Like, what was that like for you? Like from yeah. the beginning? You know, I mean, I guess because around that time, I mean, if I could go back even further, I always never really had an issue with like body weight, you know, except, I mean, you know, getting pregnant, but I, um, kind of pretty much could eat what I wanted, but I still tried to always be healthy. I mean, I went through a phase where mm. I tried vegetarian or I tried this, I tried things, but mm. always tried to be healthy. But I was kind of like, you know, your average person where mm. you go out and have some beer, you know, you do that in your twenties and your thirties and it's yeah. all good. And then all of a sudden it's like, I got to an age and I wasn't doing so <laughs> great with some of the foods. And I just like was having horrible, yeah. like, terrible headaches and, um, Oh. just not feeling great. And I had a little, you know, a little extra that I was carrying around my midsection. And maybe some people, they'd look at it and say like, oh, that's nothing. But to me, it, it didn't feel good. It didn't feel comfortable. It didn't feel like me. So um, mm. I don't know. And I guess it's the headaches that drove me to like make a change. And somebody just kind of referred me to a book to read and read a book. And because I was like, oh, you know, dumb, you know, that's silly. What's wrong with this or what's wrong with that? And then it just kind of enlightened me a little bit. It kind of woke me up a little bit um, again to a new way of thinking. And then I just kept reading book after book and just um, mm. kind of self-professed like food or, you know, nutrition nerd. But, you know, I'm not an expert. I don't have any kind of certification <laughs> in nutrition, but I, you know, enough to guide people and to kind of make people think and like just yeah. bring up the conversation. It's like, well, how about this or try this, you know, cause that's kind of how I experimented. Mm. And I still feel like I'm, okay, I okay. still feel like I experiment with things like, well, let's see, how do I do if I take this out this week and, you know, maybe in a couple of weeks I can reintroduce it again. And, um, but yeah, at first, you know, it was scary. It felt a little bit, um, like, oh, am I going to be okay? It's like, well, of course you're going to be okay. There's no <laughs> and yeah. And then, you know, like a year later, less than a year later, it's just like looking back at those pictures, like, oh, wow, that was a, was a transformation in mm. the way, in the way I felt, the way my head felt clearer. I didn't feel um, mm. those crazy headaches. Sometimes they'd still come on. I could still get them triggered, but I don't now it's not so much anymore. Um, it's very rare. And it, to be honest, if I trigger one of these terrible migraines, it's usually because I've consumed some alcohol. So uh, that's the hell of Yeah. So I try to be really careful about um, the alcohol that I <laughs> used to drink. Yeah. And how, how often and how much. So yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's uh, <laughs> things, things change. It's like, we don't want to believe that when we're, when we're young, you know, 20, 30, you know, you don't think like, oh, I can do whatever. And then all yeah, of a sudden yeah, yeah. you get to 40 uh, or beyond. And then yeah, it's different. And, you know, <laughs> always kind of, always kind of poo-pooed people that said that. It's like, oh, brother, you know, but some, in some ways it's different, you know, so you make those changes. So then when you make the changes, it's like, oh, I feel great. I feel, I feel like I'm 30 again. You know, I feel mm. like, I can go out and do anything. I can, you know, challenge myself and challenge my body within reason to, uh, mm. to its limits. And so, um, I don't know if that answers the question. <laughs> yeah, that was good. That was good. That was good. Run when you were, when you <laughs> that was good. Insightful. Like when you were talking, you remind me of this, um, this session I, I looked at on the red table when Will Smith 
and his family invited um, this doctor in and he made a statement that we have two ages. We have a biological age and then we have our chronological age. You know, and uh -huh. he said that there's this, he, there's this other guy who said there's this particular doctor, I'm not sure. He's right now 70, but he looks as though he's 30. And he has really big chest, you know, because he's uh -huh. in real good condition. Yeah. Okay. And that guy was saying that he works out, right? But he doesn't do the diet part that good. But this guy, he's in his 70s and, you know, he's really serious about what he eats. And you can mm -hmm. really see that, you know, the food that you eat, it really contributes to that longevity part of your life. Right. You know, right. And as, yeah, and as young people, we don't really think about it because it's not affecting us now. It's only right. when we get to that point and we start experiencing things like, you know, we get in tired, dizziness, as you said, headaches. Then we start wondering what's going on. And the first thing that most people do is to go to the hospital or to yep. go to the doctor. Then they prescribe some sort of medication that only, only get rid of the symptom, not yes. really get rid of the problem. Yeah. You know, and I think as a young person, one of the things that has really inspired me personally was seeing my uncles and my father having a big gut. And in my head, I'm like, okay, so that means I'm going to look like them when I get to that age. And I never wanted that, you know, right. so I did everything in my power to, you know, make sure I prevent, you know, me getting to that point. Yes. You know, so, yeah. Yeah, so it's no, very interesting what you're saying. Exactly. And that can be pretty powerful as well, you know, seeing yeah. that. It's like, well, why, you know, why do they have that? Is it yeah, is it just this or is it just that? Or is it, yeah. you know, a little bit of everything? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, wow, wow, yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. At first, I thought it was genes. So I thought I was destined for that outcome. You know, mm -hmm. but I think as a result of traveling a lot and getting out from the island, you know, it kind of opened my mind to more possibilities that, you know, our destiny is not determined by our genetic code. You know, right. it's more way, you know, it's how you live your life, you know, what you put into your body, you know, how right. you move your body, like, as you said. Right. You know, so, yeah. So you've heard that term, the term epigenetics? So epigenetics. I, I, yeah, 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 yeah. I think I came so, across that term recently. Yeah, so but you can go ahead and elaborate. Yeah, I mean, I'm not like an expert on it, but yes, we have like these genes, and so that can, yes, it can make us more prone to certain things. And but sometimes mm. with genes, it's also the habits and the things that we've learned. So if mm. you can kind of change those habits and take your genes, you can kind of. It's almost like you put a curve or something in the genes. Yeah. Yeah change your outcome and yeah, that, it's, yeah. you know, that it's possible but you know so if we we always say like oh well my mother had this issue or my grandmother mm. died of this so it's probably what's going to happen well if you if you think that and <laughs> also i mean what do you think you know if you live the same way that she did the same lifestyle yeah. she did, well chances are yes you know you will mm. end up with the gut or whatever it is the disease mm. but if you no, I'm going to change things. Like you said, how can I do things? How can I do things differently? How can I eat differently? Yeah. How can I exercise differently? How can I, mm -hmm. you know, whether meditate or have the mind, you know, the mindfulness and the thoughtfulness mm -hmm. and um, positive affirmations, all of those things, all those things can have such a, you know, profound, powerful effect, I think on yeah, ourselves. Yeah. yeah, they can. They yeah. can. 
So <laughs> that's, yeah, that's you're, a, so you're gonna fight that. You're not gonna you're not gonna go down that. Definitely. Path. <laughs> They're gonna be like, wait, what? <laughs> I know, I know. And it's so it's interesting. <laughs> it's so interesting. Yeah, yeah. Like, and I'm sure the term epigenetics wasn't around like that long because I know there was a certain point in time where we as humans believe deeply that, okay, if my parents is this way, I'm going to literally be like this in particular. Right. Yes. So, yeah. so the research is changing, things is coming along. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, there's so much information out there on that. For that. And I just like bring it in because then it's like somebody's like, oh, wait, what's that? And then they go and they can go Google it and learn a little bit more more about it and be like, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, yeah. maybe I can change my gene expression. You know, mm -hmm. Yes, you mm -hmm. still have the same genes, but it's I guess it's more about the expression of how they. Exactly, how, they how it shows up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's dope. So guys, Google that word epigenetics. You know, if you believe that as a result of the way your parents may look or they have lived, you think that that's your destiny, but science is now showing that's not the case. Okay, we have a little bit of information. We are not professional, but we know that, you know, there are actions that you personally can take to change the way how, you know, you show up in life. hundred <laughs> percent, yep, yep. <laughs> I think maybe we can dive more deeply into, you know, strength training and women. You know, like when, when, with that term itself, strength training a woman, what was your experience like as a woman, you know, getting into strength training for the first time? Like, where did that come from? Well, for me, it started back in my 20s, so, which was quite a long time ago. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, um, yeah, way back when, and, um, and I actually, when I train, when I started training, um, I had a trainer and she mm -hmm. was, like this massively huge strong woman she competed wow. and um she uh but not like i don't even know if they had bikini back then you know how now they do the different types of um competitions back then yeah. it was just like you know they were like the like big strong huge women and but she was just the sweetest person ever. She, okay. uh, she also competed in these um, games called the Scottish Games. And at the time mm -hmm. when they did these Scottish Games, they had no uh, women's division. I think this was in the early 90s. And uh, there was no women's division. So she would compete against the men. <laughs> this wow. crazy. Yeah, this, yeah, this, you know, this woman. <laughs> And she was incredible, but she she became a friend, and she she trained my husband and I at the time, and oh, cool. we you know learned a lot from her. And uh, but then looking back, you know, thinking about her, because she always would tell us like, oh, you know, yes, I'm like I became Miss Natural Natural uh, California or whatever it was, whatever you know, was which meant that she wasn't taking any hormones, any steroids, okay. whatever you want to you know on any anything yeah. like that. But so going back now and like kind of looking at old pictures of her and I won't even use her name or anything, um, but I, <laughs> that's not right. You know, but I kind of, now I kind of question that though. Like yeah. was she natural? How, how could she have yeah. gotten so, so big? I mean, granted she uh -huh. trained for hours and hours, but I mm. just, I just, I don't, everything that I know now is that mm. a woman can't get that large. 
they, mm -hmm. they just don't have the hormones to do that yeah and yeah. you know even if i even if you were putting in three four hours a day doing double workouts um I still don't think, I mean, you're going to get that big without taking something. So, and there's telltale mm -hmm. signs um, that you could, I'm not going to go into that either, but you could Google it, you know, so for women that when they have that fear about around strength training and like, oh, I'm going to get big and bulky and I'm going to look like Arnold, I'm going to be the She-Hulk, you know, it's just <laughs> like, it's crazy. I mean, unless you're already not yeah. of a larger stature, you know, I mean, okay, maybe if you take a woman that's five foot 11 or six foot tall, she's going to be, a, you know, obviously she has a lar larger stature. So yeah, to some degree, she's going to be bigger and more maybe athletic and muscular, but it's just, you know, it's just not, it's just not possible. I mean, you mm. see how hard it is for yeah. men to put on muscle. I mean, I, I know, right. <laughs> you take a thin, a thin man and they're trying to put on muscle. I mean, they'll get some, some like, you know, nice lean shape, but they want to mm. get big. It, it's a lot of work. So yeah. I just, I just, I guess I'm passionate <laughs> about dispelling that myth. You know, it's like, don't be scared of that. Hmm. And that's very important for women to, to hear. Like I've met so many women who would prefer to do cardio and don't do even a single push up or any sort of strength training right. whatsoever because of this one fear, right. you know, of looking like a man yeah which is which is ridiculous i mean and it's not they don't even have to do that much strength training you know it's not like you have to do hours of it but i mean definitely i think incorporating it into your lifestyle is going to have added benefits it's going to help your metabolism actually you know the more muscle mass that you have on your body your metabolism mm -hmm. starts to get faster and then even even when you're not working out your metabolism still kind of ramped up and revving up so yeah. sleeping you know it's like oh metabolism's working for you so definitely mm -hmm. you know great benefits you know so for as a woman starts to approach the age 30 so if you if you're like working with these young women that are in their 20s and they're not eh, i'm not that worried about it it's like yeah but then they hit 30 well start muscle mass starts to decline in both i think it's both mm -hmm. men and women but i think it's quicker with women and then when muscle mass starts to deplete then you start to even you can like lose bone strength um there's just so many, mm. so many you know factors that go into it it's yeah not, you know yeah. not that they have to get you know in the gym seven days a week lifting all the time um you know just a little bit of resistance training i think added in i mean i i think lifting yeah. heavy has its own benefits as well but i think even if you're just starting out just get in there and do lift with what you're comfortable with and when you can when you master that when you master those five pounds well just pick up the 10 pounds and <laughs> like let's, a boss going. yeah it's like yeah. Just keep going, going. is don't be stuck with those little with the pink weights <laughs> time, time to so i always i always encourage i've always encouraged all my women that i um that i've worked with and in the gym well not anymore i'm not in the gym but um in the gym and um uh, one woman in particular and i can't wait to share her story when she shares some pictures with me she had been working mm. with a um with a trainer for years and years before i started working at the, that that particular gym and then she started working with me and um we're still kind of working together I and mean, we are you know even with covid 
I'm just doing like outdoor distance, you know, just not at the gym. And um, she's gotten so strong. And she told me that she was scared to go heavy. And so, he, and he never pushed her. He just let her kind of, he just gave her a workout. And I looked at her the other day, I'm like, your arms look so amazing. And she's like, <laughs> you know, and they do. She was always thin, so she yeah. never had to lose weight. But, you know, I think she didn't want to lose her thin shape, but she hasn't lost her thin yeah, shape. Yeah, yeah. She's still, you know, yeah. she's still thin. She's just got a little bit more like, I'd say, Curve, you know, the curve the to the yeah, curve, yeah, 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 curve, yeah, the toning, the it's just the defining. And she was, I think, she was worried about like, oh, if I lift up this, you know, 100 pound barbell, you know, oh my gosh, am I gonna get hurt or am I gonna get like massive muscles? And she doesn't, and mm. and she's done, she's mm. done great, yeah. So it's that's yeah, it. it's just such an awesome story. So I can't wait for her to, to send me some pictures and write something up a little bit about what she's. Oh, nice, nice. I, don't want to speak, you know, I don't want to speak her words, but yeah. <laughs> that song's it's, amazing. It's just, yeah, it is amazing. And it's just, and I've, you know, I have other stories, um, other women as well that I've worked with. And I'd say uh, the majority of the women I've worked with, well, I mean, I've had all age ranges from everything from teens um, all the way up to, I had a woman in her eighties who was, oh, I mean, in amazing shape crazy shape mm. she, she just wanted me to push her and this is a, a woman who was not scared to lift i mean unless she felt like it was gonna hurt her which i never wanted that but she, i pushed her to a little bit outside her comfort zone a little bit little bit little bit little bit and then before you knew it she's like she's pushing a sled with an extra 135 pounds <laughs> uh, wow yeah yeah she'd push it she'd pull it um, I give her a jump rope and she could skip rope and she could do like 150 skips nice. without, without messing up. And um, nice. Well, nice. I don't know anything else I could give her. I, I think I had her hip thrusting. We didn't go too heavy, but uh, probably about like 95 pounds or something. Mm. Uh, just, you know, it's just adding some weight for her, you know, bone health. Uh, I, mm even got her doing little jumps um and this was okay, partially, okay. partially it was for just getting that impact for her bone health and then yeah, also yeah. making her feel comfortable um for fall prevention uh, so yeah I, you know she, I, yeah 90, so 90, 90, she can take a fall like <laughs> yeah she can take a fall <laughs> right yeah but she and she, at first she was scared and i'd be like here hold my arm and i'd set up these boxes and she'd jump you know, I, she'd do like an inch where she'd okay. up and then maybe it was two inches. I mean, I never gave her huge box jumps or anything crazy, but she'd mm. practice jumping up. She'd practice jumping down. She'd bend her knees and she just was the spryest thing you'd ever seen. And I miss seeing her because I'm not in the gym anymore. And she's, you know, she's not there <laughs> either. Nobody is, but, um, okay, okay. but you know, just some, some pretty cool things to, um, you know, a 15 year old girl who, kind of was into almost i mean she didn't do power lifting but she kind of did some power lifting moves so had her back mm -hmm. squatting and deadlifting and so hitting the whole the whole range the whole gamut of ages of women and uh, it's just exciting for me just to to see that and, and to mm -hmm. see the enthusiasm and <laughs> and i think just i think it's uh, empowering i think women feel empowering yeah, very much, very much. I can imagine. Yeah. So I, th <laughs> I think once you like, if you can get your women 
you know, once you talk them into it and get them there, then you might see that change in them where they get that excitement. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> it's like, oh, it feels good. And then and how proud they, they feel when they get that first, you know, like strong lift or, um, you know, whatever, whatever their milestone is, whatever that, you know, their, 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 their achievement is. And I can see that could most definitely also be a boost in self-confidence as well. You know, just being able to do something like that as a woman, you know, that would be a, a major boost in self-confidence. You know? I think so too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Just, uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I had a, a client recently that we just started working with, uh, that I started working with and it was, um, online um, because she lives far away and uh, she wanted to get in a little bit better shape because she was getting married even though it was COVID she's like I'm still gonna get married I still want to get my dress and um, <laughs> so she definitely has gotten stronger so quick which is amazing and then she after she got married they recently bought a new house and they bought some furniture and she went to get the furniture with friend a girlfriend not her husband uh, and, yeah. and she was so excited because to tell me that she said when they offered to help her load the furniture into the pickup truck she's like we don't need your help we got it <laughs> and she was like i felt like yeah i don't need this like guy. a boss like a boss <laughs> absolutely absolutely so just lots of lots of awesome stories like that but anyhow yeah. <laughs> So all those women that are working with you, I want them to know that that when they when they work with you, that don't be scared. They gotta listen. They gotta listen to you, right? <laughs> Straight up. And it's interesting, like even the body itself, like you know, the body try to stay in balance. So strength training helps a lot with losing weight, you know, because as the body start putting on muscle, yes. it's gonna get rid of the fat so it can balance out its weight. You know, right. So right right so <laughs> the scale might say the same thing but yeah you know, yeah yeah times yeah then you look in the mirror but you're like but you look you look different mm, that's yeah, true so <laughs> always always reminding women of that as well yeah yeah most definitely most definitely like i think too much we give the scale too much prep you know the scale like is the main way to tell whether or not they're progressing or not for most women when it shouldn't be you know it's just one unit right. of measurement yeah. exactly <laughs> yeah yeah it, yeah i think it's a great tool it's, you know it's definitely a tool yeah. that we need to use but you know one of many you know tape measures another one um yeah yeah visual um i mean you could get into calipers or something like that that's i don't know i don't <laughs> I, I've never really mastered using the calipers and, Caliper. you know, it's kind of invasive, pinching the fat. Um, and then, you know, there's fancy scales that people have, which, you know, some people like that, you know, I, again, I, I don't know how accurate they are. I don't think anything is as accurate as like the Definitely. hydrostatic weight weighing, um, you know, so I think I think tape measures and visual are probably one of the best one of the best uh, measurements. <laughs> Get your friends take your picture. <laughs> so, so picture okay. the pictures don't lie unless they're photoshopped. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. So if you're using it for yourself or you want to put your picture side by side and you can like 
get, you know, that confirmation of like, oh, yes, I can see. Yes, then absolutely. It's not it's not lying. I mean, yeah, Photoshop for sure is like <laughs> fake, right? Everything, almost everything on Instagram, you know, fake or, mm -hmm. or, you know, or it's angles. You know, there's a lot of people knowing how to how to pose to, you know, lighten. Yeah, yeah. Which that's fine. I and mean, I think you know, that, yeah, it's okay. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's like I, I understand yeah, wanting I think, to put your best yeah. self forward, right? And there's nothing wrong with that. The only thing is those young ladies who may, you know, look at those women and then start judging themselves because they don't look that particular way. That's the right. only, you know. Right. Only well, I have, I have a, I have a. A very interesting um, question for you. Like when my girlfriend heard I was gonna speak to you, you know, uh -huh. she had a personal question that she wanted to ask. You know, I figured she said, as a woman, you will more understand. Okay. <laughs> you know, because her, and she, your she's like, what's your girlfriend's name? Huh? What's your that's girlfriend's all. name? That's all. That's all. Okay. Yeah, that's all. <laughs> okay. Okay. And her, her question was, she said, um. Women tend to experience their up and downs of emotional and physical state every month according to their menstrual cycle. Okay. Uh -huh. And then she said that she tends to feel super weak and tired all of a sudden when it's getting close to her menstrual period, even though she was super pumped up one or two days ago. Right. Is this normal? Why is this happening and how do we cope with this? <laughs> that's a pretty yeah yeah of course it's normal yeah yeah absolutely it's absolutely it's normal and um i think the best thing is if you don't have i mean if you're feeling that way and you don't have the energy it's like you have to honor that and you maybe take it lighter at the gym or with your workout or take a rest day if you need a, those couple days until the hormones regulate so yeah they it's that way because it's hormone fluctuation um mm. yeah and if it's like really drastic then sometimes there's you know maybe there's other factors you know if, if the hormones are so you know like the highs and lows that are so drastic that some women um mm. have that more so than others some can just be fine and they don't have you know, there's no change and they're just like, ah, oh, they just keep going day to day. But I do think it's, it's very normal. Um, and I think there's some pretty good websites out there, uh, with information, um, that specialize in that. And, um, I can give you that afterwards or kind of point you in the right direction cool. for her, um, where they can yeah. lots of great articles. Um, I wouldn't say I'm an expert on that in particular, but I would say that, honoring how you're feeling and don't push through it is important. Mm -hmm. Just, just like if you weren't, you know, if you felt a little bit under the weather, kind of almost treat it that way. Um, mm -hmm. that, you know, your body is, I mean, it's going through a, a change. I mean, it's not forever. It's, you know, it's a day or two, but, mm -hmm. um, I mean, it's shedding. So I mean, there's things that are happening. <laughs> I mean, it's a pretty, it's a pretty big deal. So it's yeah. like, yeah, you know, honor. Um, but yeah, I'm trying to think. Um, I I know that for some women, it's it's like it's so they're in excruciating pain and discomfort, or um, or the fluctuations of the moods are super extreme. 
um, I think a little bit, you know, is, is pretty normal, but sometimes when it's super extremes, um, it could be that there's even more imbalance than, you know, than needs to be, and that there could be other factors to, to look into, you know, not saying mm. that's, it's a given, but there's always that possibility and just kind of figuring yeah. out, you know, how to get the hormones, um, regulated. Mm. And sometimes that could even be just changing up the nutrition, even if it's changing yeah. it up, um, right before your cycle. Um, you know, mm. if that I, I'm kind of a firm believer in, uh, kind of going back to the beginning of the conversation of testing almost like testing yourself checking yeah, yourself yeah. Uh, okay experimenting on yourself you know maybe that's a better term you know yeah. and try things out take notes how you're feeling mm. you know oh when i took this out a week before oh i didn't have that as much you know it could be something as you know simple as like oh if i took dairy out or if i took gluten out of my diet or you know even if it was just like i said for that week prior it's like, oh, it did change my hormones. My hormones did feel a little bit more regulated. But, mm. you know, I'm not saying that's the answer, but I think just being your your own detective of yourself is definitely. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. with a little with like a little direction, you know, if you read some articles or read some books um, and then taking that direction and mm. and kind of going with it. I'm, mm. I'm all for pushing, pushing people to do that, you know, like try something you know i did that you know i got rid of things out of my diet just to see you know to see how i would feel and you know whether and it could affect any, everything and anything and everything honestly mm -hmm. yeah yeah i think it, what what holds people back a lot from trying is uncertainty you know because mm -hmm. you're the you're the best detective of your body because you know how you feel you know, right. like you can ask somebody who may be more experienced than you, but they would have their own experience and they can only guess based on maybe their knowledge and experience and do the same trial and error work on you. But, you know, yeah, trial and error is definitely one of the best way to go. Like try different things, take them out, put them in and see how it affects you. Yeah. 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 Because I know, I know there's been a huge, um, I feel like it's a pretty big uptick of women who um, it's called PCOS, which stands what for does that poly, mean? it's polycystic ovarian cysts. Mm. And it, <laughs> um, it, uh, yeah, yeah. So, um, and I guess more women suffer from it than people are probably even aware or that it even gets diagnosed. And it's, it causes um, just like, I mean, everything from mood swings to just extreme bloating to, mm. you know, just the whole time, even um, terrible acne, like cystic acne. Um, I mean, there's just like a, a myriad of like issues that it causes. And then once they get their hormones in regulation, you know, whether it's um, with, you know, like nutrition and exercise and then they start mm. to see things, see things change, but change. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's kind of on the extreme side of things, but I just feel like I've heard more and more about it um, in recent mm. years than ever hearing about it before, which is kind of, I don't know, it's just kind of interesting. I was like, well, mm. why, why is that? You know, same with um, like autoimmune conditions. Like you just hear about those more and more. Mm. So just kinda, most, yeah. like you said, gotta be, gotta be your detective, figure out, well, why is this happening and what's going on? 
Yeah, definitely, definitely. And I know definitely our food has a major part to play with these things, you know. Because that is our medicine. That That is a thing that sends a signal to our body to tell it, you know, how to deal with whatever is going on on the inside. So, yeah. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, food, food <laughs> can be medicine, right? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I'll say it is medicine. You know, the right type of food. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think, um, you know, pharmaceutical medicine has its place in certain, in certain instances yeah, when yeah. it's necessary, but I feel too often it's like you said, people running, you know, running in and they get the prescription and it's a band aid. you mm. know, it's not, it's not fixed. Yeah. 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 It's like, well, what's oh. the, you know, you gotta get to the root, root cause of things and, Straight up. Yeah, it usually goes back to like, well, deconstructing things, I guess, right? Go back to go back to ground zero and start fresh. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh wow. That was a mouthful. That was a real mouthful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's good. It was good. It was good. It was good. Now we're moving into the the most excited part of our segment, <laughs> as I like to say, where I get to test, you know your knowledge about the island of St. Vincent and the oh. Grenadines. <laughs> I don't know that I have a lot of knowledge there. <laughs> okay, we'll try. You're going to learn something new today. Uh, you know, as, as I said, this is Vinci to the world, and the word Vinci is actually short for St. Vincent and the Grenadines. You know, it's so long, we came up with a short way of saying the entire thing. So if you hear the term Vinci, it just means St. Vincent and the Grenadines. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. I like it. And, I like it. And the and the people the people who's from the island of Saint Vincent and the Grenadines they already they're also called Vincies, you know the Vin plural form. Okay. okay. Yeah. Is that, that why you were attracted to working with Vince? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think there's any relation between those two. <laughs> yeah, I saw the name and you're like, I, ah, I just, ah, just drew you in maybe. is what I meant. Maybe, maybe on a subconscious level. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so let's let's get this party rolling. So I'll be bringing up the questions on the screen for you. Oh, okay, so it will be a multiple choice, you know. So you have options. You can see and you can you know make a wild guess, you know. Okay. So I have three questions only. Okay, so it's not going to be a ten-hour exam on hour. So there's nothing to be. You know, <laughs> okay. So I hope you're ready. I'm ready. We just bring it up. So the first question is What's the capital of St. Vincent and the Grenadines? Is it A, the Grenadines? Is it B, Kingston? Is it C, Jamaica? Or is it D, Kingston? B. Which one? Kingstown. B, Kingstown. B, Kingston. And the correct answer is... And it is Kingston. The capital of St. Vincent and the Grenadines is Kingston. See, like somebody's been studying, huh? 
<laughs> I mean, it would be fun to be like Jamaica, Jamaica. <laughs> but I know. Okay, cool. That was good. That was good. Okay, we're just getting warm. We're just getting warm. That's one out of out of three. Question number two. The island of St. Vincent and the Grenadines is made up of how many islands and keys? Because St. Vincent is the main island and the Grenadines is a group of small islands and keys. So in total, how many islands makes up you know, St. Vincent and the Grenadines? Is it A, 12? Is it B, 32? Is it C, 2? Is it D, 15? 32. Wow. <laughs> I did study. I didn't know that would be in the questions, but I did. When, when you said where you lived, I did look it up and I had to. Then wow. I was like, oh, that's, that's amazing. That's amazing. I got to give you a <laughs> applause for that. Yes, the island of St. Vincent and the Grandies is made up of. 32 islands and keys. Get, no, I need, I'm I need sure. to get to one of those 32 islands. Definitely. You need to at least get to at least 12 of them. <laughs> 12 of them, yeah. <laughs> I've, okay, only been to, I've, only been to one, I've only been to one island down there. Oh, cool. And, I, island and, I, and it's probably very far from you. It was Aruba. Oh, okay, cool. I'm not that's, even sure where the island is. Yeah, that's like way that's almost down by um south america i think ah then it'll be close to us we're close close to south america as well oh are you okay yeah yeah we are <laughs> okay let's keep the ball rolling final question if you okay. get the final question correct you'll be the first guest to actually get three out of three uh -huh. okay so let's go let's go last question now, what's the national bird of St. Vincent and the Grenadines? Is it oh. A, the Great Jay? Is it B, Amazona Gilidingi? Is it C, the Mockingbird? Is it D, the Blue Crane? Okay. Is that your final answer? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I was like, well, that Amazonian, Am Amazona, what was that? that? That sounds pretty cool, but I don't know. I was like, is that a real bird? Is that a real bird? <laughs> well, I don't know. I can't give an answer. Is that your final that answer? I'll, I'll just go with that crane, yeah. You're going to go with blue crane? I'll go with the I okay. That sounds so boring. I no. <laughs> okay, and the correct answer is the national oh. bird of St. Vincent and the Grenadines. Oh, the word that I thought was like, like, it just sounded, <laughs> it's the one I wanted to say, but it's the one that I thought it can't be right. It's just like the name sounded too exotic. Oh my gosh. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. It just sounded too like too perfect. Like, no, the can't it can't be. Well, what can we say? We're Should have gone with my first thought. <laughs> first thought, best thought, darn it. 
I went with the safe wrong answer. <laughs> oh well. <laughs> you almost got it. But now you know. Now you know. And you know, now you know. Now I know. Now I know. Yeah. Okay. And it's also known awesome. as the it's also known as the St. Vincent bird. But the the national now I need to see what it looks like. Can you put a picture of it up for me to see or no, you don't uh, have me, that capability? Hold on, let me see. And it's a parrot. What's the hell? Oh, oh, even cooler. Oh yeah. Let me show you what's up. Let's see if I knew it was a parrot. Maybe I wouldn't <laughs> guess that. <laughs> okay, it's up and then. See, fun fact, I used to own uh, a conure, which is a little parrot type of parrot. Oh, cool. And I think I think they were native of like Costa Rica. Okay. Let me share the screen. Can you see? Oh, yeah. Oh, pretty. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a very beautiful oh. bird. Yeah, awesome. And the cool thing about these birds is that when you go and see them um, at the garden and you talk to them, they speak back. <laughs> well, yes. they, they mimic you. Yeah. yeah they mimic yep. you. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, that was the okay. same with the bird that I own, the conure. He could talk oh, cool. as well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now I feel guilty that I owned a, a beautiful bird like that and kept it in a cage. But... <laughs> It's all good. We live, we learn. We live, we learn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, awesome. <laughs> okay, so that was the last segment. So just before, you know, we make our leave, you know, maybe there are people who would be tuning in to this show after the podcast who would like to know more about Christine and Coke. Maybe they'd like to work with you. They'd like to reach out to you. You know, how can they do that? Um, best place would be on uh, Instagram or Facebook at Christina Coke Fitness, um, my page, so they can reach me there or um, can drop me an email. Uh, same thing, Christina Coke Fitness at gmail.com. Oh, cool. Make it easy. Yeah, make it easy. Yeah. <laughs> Don't have okay, a website yet, matter. but hopefully soon. <laughs> <laughs> Baby steps. <laughs> Absolutely. Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. I for don't that. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. It was fun. It was a fun conversation. And I hope we, we I believe we did give a lot of value during this conversation. I don't know if there's anything else you like to leave before you know, any tips, any suggestion before you leave before we say bye. Um, no, just, you know, I just, like we said, just those baby steps, just get in there and just start, you know, start small, just pick something up and just try it out. You know, what do you got to lose? Nothing. You just start small and you get big and you know, who knows what you can achieve, right? Straight up, straight up. <laughs> well, I just wanted to thank you, you know, thank you for joining me in this conversation. And I always do enjoy you know, coming on and talking to other experts. And it really brings more insights, you know, into my space. I learn about that um, P C O P O S. Yeah, P C O S. Yeah. Uh -huh. 
PCOS and epigenetics, you know, about how we can, you know, change how our genes shop. You know, so those yeah. were some cool discussion. And yeah. uh, even about that old lady at 80 who was able to <laughs> hit trust 90 pounds, you know, and that that's an that's an accomplishment. Like yeah, yeah. I know there's some girls at 20 who can't even do that. So that's right. that's dope. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. It's like, so, like I said, anything, anything can happen. You can always keep going. And I mean, that's, that's my goal. It's like, I, I want to get to 80, 90 and like you're saying, yeah. you know, that still looked fit and felt good. And yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's the goal. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thank you, Christina. I think I'll let you go and have a wonderful day. You can just go and chill with the husband, you know, just, <laughs> You too. Thank you so much, Dino. Okay, bye. All right, take care. Bye. So that was another episode of Vinci to the World. I hope you enjoyed the conversation. Big up yourself. You've made it to the end of another deep conversation on Vinci to the world. And I hope that this conversation has brought you a ton of value. As I said, that my aim here is to act as a bridge between two worlds, that of St. Vincent and the Grenadines, and that of the network of experts I've had the opportunity of connecting with throughout the years. Now, to ensure that my mission here has been accomplished, all I ask is for you to leave a comment in the comment section stating what top three insights did you gain as a result of this conversation and also if you like you can also leave one actionable step that you can take in the next seven days that is going to elevate your personal development i'm dino del Plesh, your favorite bodyweight strength coach one love <laughs>